I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources. I'm your host, Greg Scordis, filling in today for Boyd Matheson. Tomorrow, you'll have the pleasure of listening to Ethan Miller filling in for Boyd as well on this program. And we miss Boyd. I love listening to his show. Um, In the remaining few minutes, I wanted to talk to you just about a few things as we look forward to 2022 and some things that uh, I think we have reason to be optimistic about. Uh, Certainly, we entered 2021 coming off of this horrible uh, virus, uh, the, uh, the the difficult election that we had in 2020, um, the divisiveness that our country was going through. And 2021 was maybe a little bit of a rebound year. Uh, maybe we didn't get as far as we needed to go in a lot of those areas, but there, some good came out of it as well. Some of us that uh, attend uh, court hearings, uh, political meetings, Uh, even just doctor visits and stuff, have learned a lot about technology. Uh, We can now appear in court. We can now visit our doctor. We can now hold meetings uh, from the comfort of our own office. The Zoom or WebEx or Google Meets, whatever you want to call it, has really been helpful. And it's really been a good idea. And I think it's something that's here to stay. That being said, there's there's something to be gained by that face-to-face meeting. And hopefully, as uh, courts and meetings and groups start opening up a little bit, uh, we can get back to, to meeting with each other. We can get back to visiting and looking each other in the eye. I find that uh, just as an attorney, uh, when you're sitting across the table from uh, the other side, you get more done than uh, sending emails or chats. Uh, but for for maybe 80% of our uh, meetings, court hearings, that type of thing. Uh, Doing it virtually has made a lot of sense. It saves driving. It keeps cars off the road. uh, It keeps pollutants out of the air. And it's something that uh, is hopefully, hopefully, hopefully here to stay. Um, We thought, I think a lot of us felt like uh, by now, the end of December of 2021, we'd all be uh, mask-free and that we would have what, some people have called herd immunity. That hasn't happened. Um, However, the technology, uh, the medical research seems to be keeping up with the the variants that are coming out and seems to be able to control that. And I think that people who choose to get vaccinated can have some comfort that those uh, vaccines are going to help them. And I think people who choose not to can have some comfort knowing that the rest of us are going to, and so that the the risk is is maybe lessened than where it should be. We'll we'll kind of see where we go with the coronavirus. I mean, this uh, Omicron variant really scared some people, but as it turns out, it's 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 not as deadly, uh, although it's far more in, in infectious. I guess I don't know if that's the right word uh, than others, and people are getting it or contracting it, but maybe the 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 real serious consequences of that are not hitting the way some of us might have expected. So um, it seems like the technology, the medical professionals, the scientists are staying ahead of the curve here. Um, I do think that the 
coronavirus or other viruses are going to be part of our part of our world going forward and hopefully we can take the advice of our medical professionals and when we do that um we talked earlier about police reform and some things that have happened. We saw trials involving George Floyd, uh, Derek Chauvin being convicted as a police officer for use of force. Uh, we saw recently uh, another officer from that same state, Minnesota, convicted of a manslaughter for using her uh, Glock 9 millimeter when she thought she was grabbing for her taser and causing the death of a person who was at the time resisting arrest. Do police need some uh, reform measures. Uh, Maybe need isn't the right word, but they're certainly going to get it, um, whether they need it or not. And, but my, my take is that having taught um, uh, various police groups and having gone over with them uh, uh, police reform uh, legislation, things that are happening, the police are largely receptive to it. I mean, we need to understand why it is that there is a, racial profiling. We need to understand why there is, why we have this implicit bias uh, with our police. And it's not just police. It's it's in every walk. They're just the ones that have to address it more. Um, but it, it, boy, when I, when I go to uh, the, the police academy and I see those faces of those young people and I see the color of the faces of the young people and I see the gender of those uh, people uh, who are who are studying to be police officers. I have a lot of optimism for the future of our police in this country and the fact that it's probably going to reflect our community more and more and more as time goes by. And it's not going to be a, 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 a career dominated by white males as it has been in the past. And I open that. I, 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 I greet that with open arms, I should say. Uh, when we did, uh, when we used to work on the gang task force, we found that um, people of certain communities, uh, certain ethnic communities, really responded better to officers of like color, um, and and just just really felt that they were being looked after by by their own. Um, I think that the we've seen. Uh, I think we have a, a sheriff now who's a female. Uh, uh, and and she has done a very good job. We have more and more female officers taking positions of authority, uh, and that's that's going to be the way of the future as well. So, police reform, don't be afraid. It's coming down the tracks, and it's going to be and it's going to be good. The midterm elections, whoa, the Democrats, you've got till November to get your agenda done, or you're going to be voted out. And so be it. I mean, let's let's see what they can do. Let's see what kind of legislation they can propose, what kind of ideas they can uh, tackle in the next year. And if they can do the job, keep them around. If not, let's let's try a change of power and see how that goes. I mean, we've talked about uh, voter reform. We've talked about um, build back better uh, ideas and agendas that the Democrats have that they've got to either put up or shut up. Uh, in the next year and and try to get done uh filibuster uh is there and and it's 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 you're, you're gonna have to you're, you're just gonna have to figure out a way to overcome it um because i think the people in this country uh, on both sides are frustrated with the the gridlock and the fact that we're just not getting things done and that most of what we get done is along party lines um there are certainly going to be openings in our courts uh, for judges to to come in, and we found that we found that the 
you know, the, the by and large, and I, I have to hand it to our governor in Utah, our current governor and our past governor, just the appointment they make of judges being very smart people, just reflecting the community better than ever. So I have a lot of optimism for 2022 and looking forward to see what happens. Thank you for, for joining me and for listening to me um, on Inside Sources and um, Happy New Year. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.